This is the Living in Mid-Bloom podcast, lighthearted and heartfelt conversations about what it looks like to live, heal, and blossom in middle age. I'm your host, April Pruitt. Let's get our bloom on. Hello, Mid-Bloomers. Hello, my friends. It's been a few weeks since we've gotten together and I've missed you. This is my third solo episode about my personal journey over the past few years. If you've missed previous episodes, they are all out there waiting for you to find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a few others. Don't forget to follow or subscribe and leave fabulous reviews. Okay, so on to this journey. As a reminder, in December of 2019, I was fired just in time for the holidays. And the holidays are always a tough time for me, but that happened. And then there was COVID and looking for a job and then just just didn't have the energy, didn't have the interest anymore and being in the financial business. I was also dealing with chronic depression of which I've been dealing with most of my adult life. The content of this episode is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek guidance from your healthcare professional. And so looking back at that time in my life, I can now see the amount of stress I was under. It's hard to see sometimes when you're in just in the middle of chaos. And in my case, I was walking around unconscious. It was just too much to take in. The depression that I was dealing with, concerns with work and my best friend Ellen was dying of cancer. She passed away a couple of months before I was fired. This woman saved my life and taught me the best lessons of my life. So while I was walking around unconscious, Ellen dealt in reality. She was forever present to a fault. We met at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Washington, D.C. We were both in the choir. I don't really remember exactly what brought us together, but I'm pretty sure it was some shared family trauma that we recognized in each other. And we both had a crazy sense of humor. We started going to support group meetings together. She had a car and I didn't, so she would pick me up and take me home. I remember one time after a meeting, I was really pissed off at what something someone said and I'm telling her about it. And she puts this big smile on her face and says, remember, you can always take what you want and leave the rest. I'm like, nee, 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 nee. I look over at her, smiling her big toothy smile that I miss. I was still in the early stages of therapy and unaware of most of the trauma I had experienced. I had a dissociative disorder, but I had no clue at the time. It was years later that I understood, and Ellen helped me with that process by sharing her life experiences and her opinions and demanding that I make myself a priority, that this was serious. Now, this is going to come up again in another part, 
of my story near the end of uh, this episode. So here we are, the end of December, and I'm working with this new therapist. He's a psychologist. And I was also working with my spiritual coach. I've been uh, working with her the past few years. I met her through a coach at a retreat I had gone to. I've gone on different types of retreats and workshops to see what I can learn and maybe find a better way to navigate in this world. Retreats and workshops and weekends. Oh my, I have gone to several and that is a whole nother episode into itself. For privacy purposes, I I can't name anyone I met there or the organization. One weekend, I decided to work with one of the coaches that I had met there and things were going okay. Then they kind of weren't. I like this person a lot, but sometimes it just doesn't work out. She introduced me to my current spiritual coach because she was sensing this would be a better fit for me. And she was right. And I'm still very grateful for that. Now, I, I'm not a trusting soul, and yet I want everybody to like me. <laughs> please, please like me. Please, sir. Please, sir, like me. So I did this thing where it's not like I planned it out, but as the time of any session would get closer, I would panic and cancel at the last minute. So I'd send an email to my therapist. Oh, Dr. Smith, my cat just got sick and I have to take her to the vet. Hi, Dr. Smith, I forgot I have a job interview. And I did the same thing with my spiritual coach. My cat ate my homework. I need to reschedule. All of this sounding very childish. Now, if I don't let Dr. Smith know at least 24 hours in advance, he would have me build. With my spiritual coach, she never charged me, no matter how inconsiderate I was. I admit I was testing them both. Do you really want to help me? Am I a bad patient? So are you going to throw me away? So here I am thinking I'm taking control when I'm delaying the help that I need. I'm setting myself up to fail. Oh, these poor people. (laughs) Things could be going great. And then I would think, I need to launch a grenade and blow everything up. I mean, you know, reliving the past much? (laughs) When I thought I had gone too far with Dr. Smith, I checked in with him to see that he wouldn't drop me. And of course, he made it clear he would not. Then I would start reading into things. Like he'd send me an email. I'm like, hmm, he sounded kind of snippy. He's pissed because I canceled at the last minute and he still got paid. With my spiritual coach, it it was the same thing. Our sessions were by phone. So somehow I decided a last minute cancel was no big deal. Yeah, that was rude. It was childish. You know, what can I say? You know, I'm thinking maybe this will be the time she dumps me. When I finally stopped this nonsense or most of this nonsense, just foolishness, we would dig into some really good stuff. And this was the fear, touching things I didn't want to touch. 
As I began to trust her, it was a little easier for me to be open. But if she didn't respond right away to something, I started thinking, you know, is she mad at me? You know, is it this? Is it that? She's taught me several great lessons, and I'll just mention one here. She teaches me that I'm important, that no one else's problems, troubles are bigger than mine. She would tell me, stop looking over there where someone else is dealing with their problems. They don't need you. They have themselves. So what, you let your stuff crumble while you're running over to them? Why are you so unkind to yourself? A lot of tears, a lot of tears. That was a big lesson, though. This is the thing that's amazing to me. Something that appears as simple as that, I just didn't understand. I truly thought other people had issues that were more than mine, and hence (laughs) the therapy. Uh, My next solo episode, I'll continue down this road with my spiritual coach and then uh, dealing with my mom's health problems. Thank you for joining me today on Living in Midbloom. I hope you found this episode insightful, meaningful, and maybe it's given you something to think about. I invite you to share your positive reviews or ideas on topics you would like me to touch on by leaving your comments on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Podchaser, or Podcast Addict. We are all divine beings who just want to be seen, heard, and loved. Have a beautiful day.